Upload day, Tuesday, November 15th, episode 317. It is Sunday, November 13th at 1038 Eastern Pacific. Here we go in three, two. Rita and Ruben, sitting in a tree, S-K-A-T-I-N-G. Round and round they go. Hell, I don't know. Donna's friend and pod peep Allison joins us for this episode to fill in the gaps in the Reuben and Rita saga introduced two episodes ago on My Second Act. How in the world did somebody from Cartersville end up in Myrna at Johnson Skating Ring back in the day? Uh, behind I'm the scene like, station on a Tuesday just... night. <laughs> Was Maren Morris in the house at the CMA Awards last week? You may recall, she told the LA Times she felt uncomfortable attending this year's event after the dust-up with Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany Aldean. Did Marin pull herself together, pull up her pantyhose, and join her peers, enemies, at Bridgestone Arena? Last week for the CMA Awards, we'll answer that question. Kind of a yes and a no. Toby Keith presented the BMI Icon Award. We'll salute TK this episode with our hype songs and take you in the room last Monday to hear tributes from Carrie Underwood who performed Should Have Been a Cowboy, and Eric Church, who put his personal spin on Toby's I Love This Bar. You'll hear them both coming up. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends, conversations about current events and pop culture, music, Plus, sometimes endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Episode 317, Donna, welcome. Hi, my name is Donna, and I'm Kelly's wife. So I am so, so, so excited if you are listening on Upload Day. Next week, um, next Thursday, can you believe it? It's Thanksgiving. Is that right? Uh, let's make sure we get that right. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was that soon. Yeah, it's it's soon. So, um, and it feels like Thanksgiving is always that way, where it's like, yeah, so... Um, today, if you're listening on Upload, Upload Day is the 15th. And so... 24th is Thanksgiving? The 24th is wow. Thanksgiving. Okay. And so I was always like, I always, um, you know, you would hear people like when their kids went away to college that the parents were so excited um, when they came home. Um, and just like, you know, could not wait to see them and to just have them back in the house. And that's how I feel about Olivia. So our 18 year old has been, she's a freshman at university of Tennessee and she has literally been gone since August, since she drove off after we went to the UPS store together, the three of us and had those last minute, like uh, you know, paper thingy sign that you have to do um, to make sure if something happened to them, that they would be okay. And she drove off and we've seen her. I've seen her. Um, I think we've seen her two or three times since she moved up. But I just miss her terribly. Um, and I've been trying to um, talk on the phone with her once a week. And just, you know, I told her, I said, find a time that you have time uh, because I don't want it to be something stressful. And it's not like we have anything to talk about, you know, like a, a specific subject to talk about. I just want to kind of talk to you because I think what happens with your kiddos and, and with anybody in life is it's all about texting, 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 texting. And I think sometimes you just need to sit down and have a conversation. And so um, we have been doing that probably for the past month or so. And it's been really good. And you know what? It's not even um, 
so, you know, a lot of times she asks what's going on with us or, you know, how's dad or what's going on with the dogs or, you know, do they miss fudge her cat that we took up there. But most of the time, I'm just like, tell me what you've been doing. Tell me what's going on with school. Tell me about, you know, these clubs you're in and your favorite class. And they're just excited to tell you what they're doing. And um, it just feels good. But I'm I'm really, really ready to have her home and enjoy some time. And I know like Thanksgiving break for college kids is pretty quick. It's like one week. But then when they come back the next time, then they're home for quite a while, a month or half, month and a half or so. So what about you? Is that, is that the case seriously? Mm-hmm. I, I, I knew it was a long run. Yeah, it's a long run. I'm such a big fan of you, Luke. Thanks, Peyton. Do you mind? I was talking to Luke Combs. <laughs> so what did you do to prepare for tonight? I walked around Nashville trying to find a cowboy hat to fit your head. <laughs> Very nice. That can't be done, actually. Some CMA Awards Afterglow. I've gotten some questions from people from Pop Peeps Don. I wanted to know uh, specific things about the award show. And if I, if I have the answer and I don't have them all, I know you find that shocking. I don't have the answers to everything. Mm. I want to share some of the questions right now. A lot of a lot of people reached out, both radio and podcasts, and said to me, hey, you had mentioned a few weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, that Maren Morris did an interview with the LA Times where she said that she felt, uh, what was the word? I want to be good. I want to be careful about this. Not careful, but um, diligent. That she was not scared, but that she was um, nervous about attending, maybe? Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable or- is the word. Thank you, Don. Uncomfortable. Did not think she would attend the CMA Awards after all of the uh, you know, late August, all that blew up between Marin and uh, Brittany Aldean, I think. Yeah. Jason, Jason Aldean's wife. And the question was, did, did Marin Moore show up? The answer to that is, yeah, kind of, in a way. She skipped the red carpet. She showed up right before the only category that she was nominated for was announced, was presented. And it was album of the year. I think she went into the crowd at Bridgestone Arena for about less than two minutes. She didn't win. She got up and left. The award, by the way, went to Luke Holmes for Album of the Year. So, yeah, kind of. Mayor Morris did, uh, did show up at the CMA Awards. While she was backstage, though, she found time to be comfortable and film a TikTok video that kind of threw some shade back at uh, Brittany Aldine. Again, still kind of keeping it going, huh? Why would you do that? Well, maybe she didn't get enough attention with like, maybe, I, I don't know. I mean, she didn't want to walk the red carpet. So it wasn't like, you know, if she wanted that attention from that to talk about it more, then she should have been on the red carpet because I can guarantee you they would have talked about it. Well, they would have talked about it, but that would have been the only thing they talked about. I think this year I read there were 120 different media organizations on the red carpet at the CMA Awards. So she would have been asked 120 times about why or who or what or you know about the the, the whole blow up from uh, from late August uh, and maybe that's why she did skip you know so it wasn't just like question after question after question about it I do understand that you were super impressed with the Alan Jackson tribute I thought it was great I I, th- I just I found myself just bawling crying um, because you know it started out with um, Dirks and um, Laney Wilson who just was everywhere that night and um, John Party, who I didn't, I'm going to just be honest, I didn't recognize him at first. He looked, he, he is enjoying, he's getting ready to have a baby with Summer. Yes. And I think he is just enjoying just being home with her and just cuddling. Um, what does that mean? Well, just eating when she eats. Yes. Okay. And that happens. You know, you gained a lot of weight when I got pregnant, when we right. had our kids, uh-huh. because you just eat, you know, everybody eats. Um, 
And it means you're happy. So that's good for them. Um, so I just thought it was so good. They did such a great job with, you know, they sang a, a couple of different songs. And then the stage shifted over and it was Alan. And, you know, we've all heard like, you know, he's having some challenging times as far as like, you know, doing any live performances. But he sounded great. Jackson from last Wednesday night CMA Awards. That was one of three songs I think they did that did Drive Your Daddy Jeans. So good. Chattahoochee, I would imagine. Maybe. I think so. Got right at the G-Box, and I think there was maybe uh, one other. He was not supposed to perform with them originally. Supposed to be Carrie, John, Dirks, and Laney. Alan Jackson from last minute said, wait a minute. And so he, yeah. that's, that's why he was up there performing with them. That, that was not originally part of the show. He looked in great health and he looked in great spirits and his speech was so moving. And, you know, I look out in the audience, you could just see everybody standing and just, you know, from Luke Combs to Morgan Wallen to I saw Morgan and, and um, I can't think of his name from Midland, you know, just standing there in awe listening to this legend, this legend speak. I thought one of the sweetest parts of his speech was when he talked about his wife, Denise, and he said, um, I can't thank everybody who's been in my life all these years, but I do have to say thanks to my wife, Denise, over there somewhere. And, you know, they panned the crowd, and Denise and the girls were out there. And he said, we started out as teenagers. I'm probably not always the easiest person to love, but she's been there and helped me through hard times, and we've shared great times, the good, the bad, the happy, and the sad. We've survived a lot. I just want to thank her because she's helped me up all these years, and she's my best friend, and she gave me a wonderful family over there. Is that not the sweetest thing in the world? And and they do have such a great love story because they've been together, as he said, since they were teenagers. And I would imagine now she is just like he's probably helped her through some difficult times. Like she's having to really help him now. And and I could see it was it was interesting when when he was performing and they panned to the crowd, they were having a great time. But I could almost see on Denise's face, like just hoping everything went well because it was such a great night for him. And I think she, you know, how you can just see someone set, just kind of like thinking. I hope everything goes well for him, you know, and it was just the sweetest tribute that he did for her. So, um, and, and he was very kind, you know, thanking his whole team and just talked about how he, he came to Nashville and, you know, his dream to, to, to be, um, to be an artist. And, and I just thought it was a beautiful, beautiful tribute. And he, he did a great job. There was a beautiful photograph taken afterwards on Alan's bus and it's Alan and Denise and the three daughters. And they all look just absolutely stunning. Alan and, and Denise met when they were, gosh, grade school. Didn't start dating until they were in high school, at Noonan High School, home of the Cougars. Denise went on to be a flight attendant at a Hartsfield, where one time, one day, Glenn Campbell was on a flight of hers. And Alan didn't have a record deal. He was playing the bars and clubs down in Noonan and Coweta County. Everybody's deplaning. She gets off, walking down the jetway. She sees that Glenn Campbell standing at the end of, of the jetway. Denise has in her pocket, as she always did, she told me, a, a demo tape of Alan's back in the time. And she would give them to anybody and everybody that she saw. And she handed one of Alan's demos to Glenn Campbell. Wow. Who was largely responsible for landing Alan's deal with, with Arista Records, which was uh, the label he was with for so many years before he recently switched to uh, EMI Capital Universal Music Group. Denise was Denise Jackson before she married Alan. 
So she's Denise Jackson Jackson. I love that. Yes. And she was a third grade teacher in Noonan for the Coweta County School System. He has paved the road and laid the foundation for so many artists that have come since Don't Rock the Jukebox. Play me a country song. They're decorating for the holidays, decorating for Christmas. They don't say holidays at Gallery Furniture. They say Christmas. Donna has those huge windows in the front of the, the store. 1600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville. Same store, same location for forty for over 40 years. Every every year, Donna, I don't know where she stores all this stuff. In one of her warehouses where she has all of her I furniture. Mean, the, the amount of decorations that, that they have. Did you she, help put those up? Uh, they were, when I was there this week, or it was last week, they, they, were, in a, uh, they were in a break. Mm. Uh, the ladders were out. I asked Shane, I said, uh, how long has this done and walked away? I said, well, how long is this process? How long does this take? He said, well, it depends on how everybody's doing that day, if you know what I mean. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, days to put all Listen, this I can totally understand that as someone who has had to uh, rely on someone to put up. Anyone who has to rely on their husband or, or uh-huh. someone to go up into the attic or down in the basement to get the Christmas decorations. Let me tell you when you know, like, you've been married for a long time and it's just like, oh, okay, you've decorated a lot of trees. When the decorations <laughs> never make it down, back down to the basement. And then it's the next year. Yeah, and they're just sitting in, like, the hallway, which ours are, like, in down uh-huh. to the basement. So it's like... You don't, okay. have to make, you don't have to go. You don't have to go that far anymore. Yeah, and the kids year. have pee-peed on a few of them. Like there's no. Yeah, they've never made it down, down, down. The kids get so excited. Christmas is great. Everybody's ready. Like all the little family uh, ornaments and stuff. Well, if you maybe you should go help Donna at gallery first. Well, I'm not that ready. To decorate for the holidays. I do love decorate, but I'm not it. that ready. Yeah. You can t- take Donna's box all her stuff up and take it to a warehouse afterwards. That's where uh, they also have inventory for every room in your house. Uh, the showroom is huge. Gallery furniture. They simply can't keep all the inventory at that one location. So Donna leases different uh, warehouses around Gainesville. Here's what she'll do. I've seen her do it before. She drives a uh, she drives a Tahoe, blacked out Tahoe. If you if you do not find exactly what you're looking for on the showroom floor, gallery furniture, she'll put you in her Tahoe. She'll load you up and drive you from warehouse to warehouse. Oh boy! And personally walk you through the warehouse. And I you, love that. Let's take look sees at, at, at all the warehouse locations too. Customer satisfaction, 100%. Uh, you, you will be 100% completely satisfied. And you'll also get guaranteed uh, credit approval at Gallery Furniture. All you need is six months on the job, checking account, bam, that's it. Donna's going to work her magic. I think she got some elves in a, a drawer somewhere, and they, 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 they make some phone calls. And in seconds, you have credit approval at Gallery Furniture. Yeah, it's like the elf on the shelf. You start to get your, you know, like you get your little, uh, you get your furniture in time for Christmas. And everybody wants that. So if you want something like under your tree, like a loveseat or a, recliner or under your tree yeah okay then you just tell your husband or your wife and you rub the little elf's tummy and it shows up that's not guaranteed though like a credit approval at gallery mm, furniture i think it is it's yeah. not guaranteed not guaranteed at all uh they do have a recliner i think it's a uh, jackson catnapper and it's camouflaged on your season's get ready to wrap up I, a lot of friends of mine were, were in the woods this weekend at hunt, hunt camp things like that i was traveling back from the south side today and i bet i passed two dozen Big trucks hauling trailers with uh, four wheelers and campers, and everything was camouflage. Mm. Everything was just just dirt crust, just dirt everywhere. You've got hunter friends because they've been to, to hunt camp, hunt camp. Yes, I do. I have I have some friends that hunt. Yes, hunter hunterman. They're huntermen. I am too as well. I'm a hunterman. Have you ever sat in a deer stand? I have. Thank you. Yes. 
Okay. I have. Jackson, Georgia. Great prices, great value, great furniture, great brands, just greatness at Gallery Furniture. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Instagram, the account follow is this. Ask for Wolfman Furniture on Instagram. Thank you, Donna. Much love and support for your love and support of this podcast since the very beginning as we approach uh, season three, Donna. Year three is coming up in about a month and a half. Unbelievable. Are we going to run out of things to talk about? Probably. You think? Probably I would agree with that. So we'll see what happens. Thank you, uh, Fayetteville Ford, for your support of the podcast, too. Fayetteville Ford. Fayetteville Ford, simply different. Home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Whether you purchase a brand new Ford or something from the pre-owned lot. Yes, that's what it is, a gift. The gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty becomes yours. Thank you, Brightmore Healthcare, for your support of the podcast. Guests of the Cadillac Jack My Second Night Podcast, state properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The brands you know depend on and trust like Paramount. That's the name of the company, like uh, Marriott Hilton and Weston. T-Mobile, free yourself from internet BS, reliable internet, 50 bucks a month. That is internet freedom. T-Mobile, home internet. And awesome Alpharetta. Play a while, stay a while, find your awesome in our hometown. Awesome Alpharetta. A very merry Hallmark holiday getaway to Alpharetta. Don't forget to sign up at awesomealpharetta.com. You can also visit the, uh, the Welcome Center and sign up in person. CMA Awards Week in Nashville obviously centered around the big award show. But while all the artists, or most of the artists, are in town for the award show, representatives from every lane of media in the world are in Nashville that week. And so the labels and the artists and the publicists often choose that week for big announcements and and other secondary award shows, if you will, including BMI. BMI is an organization that represents songwriters, composers, and music publishers. Uh, They control and pay out the royalties to their members whose works have been performed. So if you are a songwriter for BMI, which stands for Broadcast Music Incorporated, BMI, they're the ones that cut you your check. BMI represents over 1.3 million songwriters and in their coffers, 20 and a half million songs that they represent. And it's not Donna, just country. Represent everybody from Rihanna to Megan Thee Stallion to Ed Sheeran, Miley Cyrus, Patti LaBelle. Lil Wayne, 21 Pilots, and uh, country artists as well, including Toby Keith. Yeah, I mean, I think it's anyone who makes music, you know, because you have to be um, affiliated. And so Toby was just given um, the award for, um, at the 20, 2022, the recent BMI Country Awards, he accepted the Icon Award. Which was the Monday night before the Wednesday night CMA Awards. Last That's week. right. And um, so as you probably know, he has been battling stomach cancer. Um, and he's made very, very few appearances. And so I think everybody was kind of like, you know, interested to see how he how he was doing, how he looked, how what is, you know, how, just how he was feeling overall. And from all reports, it seemed to be that he was, um, you know, doing okay. First thing I did when I got to Nashville was they said, uh, you got to get affiliated. <laughs> and they said, uh, you got, are you BMI or you ASCAP or you, what are you? And I was like, I don't know. Well, Harold Shedd said, go over to BMI and get affiliated. So I walked in the office one day. This was in 1990 or 91. And I walked in the office, and I walked up to the desk, and the girl goes, can I help you? I said, I'm from Oklahoma. I need to get affiliated. (laughs) I see short skirts. I see high tears. 
I see blue collar boys and rednecks. We got losers, lots of lookers. I've seen some dancing girl, I've seen her. And we like to drink our beer from a bass on job. Eric Church was on hand to honor Toby Keith, as was Carrie Underwood. For this episode to the Spotify Hype Song playlist, we will each add a Toby Keith song in honor of Toby picking up the BMI Icon Award last week. I am going with Oh please Oklahoma Breakdown I go with Oklahoma Breakdown I was just sitting there thinking how much I love um, Should Have Been a Cowboy What a great song that is First song you ever heard from Toby Keith And and, and when I saw him at the Beach Wagon back in 93 He sang it three times Oklahoma Breakdown was from his album from 2021 That was called Peso in My Pocket And I like this song because It was one of um, the first songs that he kind of came back with and it sounds like a Toby Key song. You know, it's not, I love Red Solo Cup and that kind of stuff, but those are all kind of like, you know, those catchy ones. This is a Toby Key song. Going with Dreamwalking from Toby Keith. January 98. Hit number five on the charts here in the States. Written by Chuck Cannon. Dreamwalking was released between I'm So Happy I Can't Stop Crying. From uh, 80, I'm sorry, uh, 97 with uh, Sting, was it not, Donna? Yes, that was a great one. And then Double Wide Paradise was on the back end of uh, Dreamwalking from 1998 as well. Hello. Hello, Miss Allison. How are you? (laughs) Miss Allison. That makes me feel like my grandma. Does it make you feel old, you and Donna? Yeah, it does. It does. I call her Miss Donna. Hey, is John McEnroe dead or not dead? Donna, y'all go ahead. Let's do a couple tests. Uh, te- we'll do a test run here. Uh, you're you're going to be in an episode, Allison, where we launch a brand new feature, a brand new feature of the Cadillac Jack, Donna Jack, My Second Act podcast. Okay. Because I was always told in radio that when you find something that you do well, you do it all the time. And <laughs> and we, we we one thing that we do very, very well is not knowing if people are dead or alive. I have no idea. He was running his mouth during the U.S. Open. That's right. Okay. All right. All right. About all right. Venus, yes. Dead or not dead so, is, yes, is, is the new uh, segment that will launch at some point, uh, probably in this episode. Uh, Depends on how well, on how well you do, how long we run with you in this episode. If, we have, if, if you don't do well, then on. it's going to be this episode we're going to launch it. If you do quite well, it'll be Thursday. All right? So you'll know how you did when you download the episode Tuesday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Rita, Allison, and I, like, 
we went to Six Flags all the time. We I went to the pool. We grew up together. Like so, we would go to the roller skating rink, and it was like every Tuesday, this character showed up at the skating rink named Ruben. Probably I don't know how old, but in his twenties. Nothing good starts for the thirty-year-old man at the skating rink. So him and Rita took a liking to each other, and Alice and I were just like, "What is going on?" So this happened pretty quick. And I swear to you, not six months later, they were getting married. That was Ruben. That was he handsome. Was he? Weird. Probably a little overweight. Think Dwight from The Office. And a lot of a lot of something right here. Like you don't know quite what's there. You know what that's not, but you don't know what that is. <laughs> We welcome to episode 316, Allison, as promised, as as promised by Donna. We're going to get some uh, some some certification, some um, clarification, some a lot of things about uh, not just the the what are we changing her name to? Uh, Carol, Carol, and Reuben story, but the uh, Build a Bear story that I told last that time. Story, and we have a lot. We got a lot of ground to cover here. Well, because I think people think that these stories cannot possibly be true. I've had a couple people ask. Like, you know, do three, people really did worth? people really camp out at Turtles? Yes. Did people really run the streets in Smyrna with fake IDs? Yes. Um, did we go skating every week? Yes. Yeah, all of this. All of this. What should we start with? Well, let's introduce Allison first. Well, let's introduce Allison, and then and let's get the Carol and Ruben story, since that's, that's how this all kind of started. That was a seed that was planted and started this all. So Allison and I met... Um, in fifth grade at King Springs Elementary, and we were friends ever since that point. And now Allison lived on the rich side of Smyrna. She lived in Bennett Woods. She did not live where I lived on Highview Drive. I told you that the rich people lived in Bennett Woods, didn't uh, they, Allison? Um, I never perceived it as that way, but I heard it like later. I guess. Okay. All right. I mean, I just knew that. You know, rich a lot and rich. Of people Come on. Now. Yeah, she was rich. No. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. had no, I, I didn't have a pot to piss in. It was, I, I, you know, I guess my parents had some money, but not really. I mean, there were all kinds of people I thought that was over there. Yeah, that is true. Like, but when you were, when we were our age, it was just like, I don't know. That seemed to be like, and have yeah, that seems to be like the nicest neighborhood where like the rich kids and, and I wasn't like, I mean, like where some of the rich kids lived. Like, um, I just think it was because it was new. I don't think it was necessarily rich. It was like Smyrna was. Uh, you know, on the cusp of up and coming and the, the new development happened. I had a single mom across the street from me. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah. That, divorced that single mom. Yeah. Cycled boyfriends through. So it wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, the, the always the best side of town, I guess. So, and so Allison and I, first I want to say Allison does amazing things. She works for Bernie Elementary. She is a para pro and she works with the most amazing kids. Um, and you were pair pro of the year. Yeah, yeah. and I did. I was uh, during the pandemic years, and I don't know if that really counts. Oh, that counts more. Me too. Oh, yeah. Listen, more. if you if you managed to even like help children during the pandemic, that was great. But she she has an amazing job, and she's amazing kiddos and a great husband. But we um, our summers and our lives basically consisted of driving around, going to the space shuttle, which was the um, arcade up up in the fr- kind of up, up at. I don't know, like up near the, what was it near? The A&P, the, Cro- the Piggly Wiggly. I don't know what it was near. A&P? What was it near? Uh, Winn-Dixie, maybe? Yes, Winn-Dixie. Yes, Winn-Dixie. Winn-Dixie, I think. Our summers were spent at Six Flags and at the pool. The nickel, nickel night. And, and then, yep. I don't. 
think Allison ran. It was more me and Kathy. I'm not going to say her name because, listen, I'm not going to get all these people's crap lists for saying their names. That was more me and Kathy that were running the streets with our fake IDs. Okay. I could not find um, Allison had no, a little did, more no, sense. Allison, yeah, right. Sense. I Allison was like, I was, yeah, I was the oldest of four and I was not necessarily a risk taker. The whole Donna and Rita thing got brewing because they were um, at the tail end of much older siblings. And I think parents were just kind of tired, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah. Still today. They had given parents up now. Parents were just exhausted, and they were like, you know, they're alive. Yeah. And we're happy with that. Yeah, and Rita always had like, and Allison can corroborate this, like we were sort of like normal girls, all of us, um, but like Rita was always kind of like a woman. Like, I mean, she developed a little quicker than everybody else, and she was also just like more worldly. She was so smart. And just like, I don't know, it was almost like, it was almost like dealing with an adult when she was around. Like, you know, she kind of watched over, you know, everybody. Yeah, and she was, she was spooky smart. I mean, if she had had like the push in the right direction, she probably would like have been an astronaut or something. I mean, she was so smart and, but, you know, she ended up at, uh, you know, Jonkel State and Greenswood. Yeah. Couple skate. Yeah. And you remember when I had the hot Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. a bad boy. They, so we would go and we would all skate. Everyone skate, please. And then all of a sudden, just like Ruben just showed up. All right, Ruben. So let's talk about that night. Okay. Ruben shows up. Ruben's okay. a little Allison, I've heard uh, in his mid to late twenties. Is that some is that correct? It, it was it was so inappropriate. Like now looking back on it, but even then it was like, even, you know how you are when you're a teenager and you really don't give too much thought to anything, but even then, because he had a mustache, on, Yes, got the I know. He, and he, he had, had keys. He had keys on his khakis. Like he had a full, like a whole. A, a ring. Yeah. Like a he, because well, he did something like that, like some kind of. Janitorial work. I don't know what yeah. it was. What did he Wasn't do? he from Cartersville? Yeah. Carter, Carter, Not that there's anything wrong with people from Cartersville. No, no, we don't we want to get them on an uproar, Allison. God, that's all we need. No, County, no, no. But, like, I think he was from – I don't even know. He how, wasn't local. My point, yeah, my point being, how in the world did somebody from Cartersville end up in Myrna at Johnson Skating Rink back uh, in the day? Behind I'm the same like, station I, on a Tuesday just, night. Six months after that first skate, they're, they're, they're approaching marriage, correct? I was in the wedding. Do you remember that, Donnie? Yes, I do. Allison, yeah, I remember. Yeah. You, as a high schooler, you were in the wedding. Yes. Uh, if I could find it, I would send it to you. There is a prom picture. He went to prom yes, with Yes, I remember that. And we're standing oh. on my deck, and I'm with <laughs> And she, <laughs> she was Ruben, and she had a blue dress on. And I think his tux was white with the matching blue. And why our high school would allow this man, grown, yes, grown ass man into the palm? I don't understand how that happened. Yeah, things were real loosey goosey in the eighties. I guess no, right, they Donna? they were they were so loosey goosey, and it was like I'm trying to think like what did her parents think? And you know, you and I, because you know how we were, we must have just like gotten home, gotten on. Well, I guess we had to like first ask our parents if we could use the house phone, and then we must have like talked about this and broken it down into like. Because, I mean, she just sort of, like, abandoned, and I think that was part of it, too, is we were so, like, 
like as friends, we all hung out together, but it was like, she kind of not abandoned us, but we were just kind of like, wait, what? Like it just happened so quickly. And then she was just sort of on this new path. Right. She was, she was gone. I mean, obviously she ended up getting married at such a young age and stuff. So she was, she was done. And she was always, she was always the one that was just like done with high school, like her freshman, sophomore year. She was over it. She was ready to move on and stuff, I guess. And he just showed up. But I just, oh my gosh, can you imagine if it was one of your girls? No. Oh. Oh, my, no. Oh. And her parents were not like, I mean, they just like everybody's parents in the 80s, they weren't super involved, but they also were not just like, they weren't dingbats. I mean, these are very smart people. So I can't imagine like right. what they and were I guess that it, No, I mean, I guess it's like anything else in life. You know, you're of age. She was 18. She was old enough to make the decision. And you just kind of, it's not like you throw up your hands exactly, but you're just like, they're going to have to kind of figure this out. Well, and there was no stopping them. Because I remember we kind of did say, like, are you sure? Like, you know, that you, I mean, I remember we asked her and kind of talked about it, but there was no stopping her because, and I think this was probably one of the first people that she had ever really like kind of fallen in love with and had a relationship with, and there was no stopping her. She, her and Ruben were getting married. So let's, uh, let's fast forward. The one, one, one piece of the story that we have not heard is the, 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 the current or, or the end of the marriage or what, you know. Well, where, that didn't go well. Okay. Where, where are we now? Do we know? Well, so that, yeah. I would, would you say it was less? I don't know. They did, it, it was okay for a while, I yeah, think. It and, was. And, and, you know, the thing I always think about and say to her when I talk to her about it or if we ever, you know, go back that far and talk about things, um, he, he wasn't the, he wasn't the worst guy and stuff. And they actually fostered kids. They did. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. They fostered, they fostered kids. They they lived in Cartersville, I think. Um, but I don't think the marriage, I, I would give it five years, right? Maybe. Yeah, even that and then they, yeah. Even, yeah. I and think and that's what kind of happened. Like, she went on this, like, that's when her and I kind of just, like, lost contact. Like, she went on kind of this adult path, and the rest of us were kind of figuring it out and going to college and still partying right. and doing it. And she was, like, really, like, I'll never forget, like, she was, like, very adult. Like, she had, you know, a place to live. And, like, I mean, again, she's I married. House and, yeah, and that kind of thing. And it was just totally different path than what we were on. So, right. Yeah. Right. So there, uh, um, but she's doing, she's doing her own thing now and, um, all is good. So, all right. So let's talk about, um, camping out for tickets to turtles as a 14 year old girl. No, we weren't 14. He always wants to make these stories worse than right, that. Actually, let's see. He pauses on that one. Were you, Allison, were you, I got a question for you. Were you at the apartment of this, uh, this, this, this kid that had the, the, the leaf carrot hair? With the tennis, no, no. They, they got him in the door with the old tennis hook, and, and then no, and I heard that story, and I was like, "That's that's not Scotty Logan, is it?" No, I'm oh like, my god, why are you saying that name? No, we'll believe that. I caught that. Okay. No, um, so no, it was that guy, and I mean, we I met him at her at the campout, and he. <laughs> Yeah, it. Yeah, you know, Rita was game to play tennis at any point, so she was all up for it. And then it just got all kinds of squirrely, and I mean, just did not go well at all. Yeah, no, but he. Uh, yeah, it he. Was, uh, hey, hey, hey. Well, let's just back up. He probably went to Will's, and that explains. That's a lot. exactly it. Yeah, he didn't go to Campbell. He, he went to Will's. He, he lived. He lived 
behind his ears on South Cobb Drive. Yes. He went to Will's. He went to Will's. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then while we have Allison, she can also corroborate my story about how I met, um, oh, shoot. What was this cowboy? What was the cowboy that we met at six? Oh, Robbie. Robbie. The thing I found fascinating about that story, Allison, is <laughs> Donna was more concerned about what you would, you and your, the, the friend yeah, group would think true. about Robbie the cowboy as opposed to her heart. School. It is. I mean, and, and like, I just, he was so, he was so different. I mean, you have to remember in the eighties, we were all like going, like it was all about bands and all this stuff. And he was a cow boy. I'm talking oh, about yeah. with like was Wrangler jeans. Yes. 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 And he lived yeah. over in those cedar houses. Do you remember? Yeah. And he, he did, he was, un, the thing I liked about him, he was unapologetic. Unapologetic. He, moved, he had a mustache. And he didn't change. He didn't change. He was who he was, and everybody loved the guy. Loved him, and he came. He, he became very popular, him. and he didn't want a damn thing oh, to do yeah. with me. Yeah. Right. Well, because you sent him, you sent him packing. Because well, I think. Well, no, I think you found that there were there were better people when he got there. But yeah, he had no interest. But yes, we met him at Six Flags, and yeah, and I'm mean, thinking about it now, like with like, um, what's the show? What's uh, the, the missing exploited children show? No, no, no. Um, like with the cowboy that everybody watches. Oh my god, Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah, like, I mean, he was a good looking guy for high school. I mean, good looking. But yeah, yeah, he was he was stand out. He wasn't. He he didn't play football and then did baseball, mm-hmm. basketball. He was he, he was, was roping cattle. That's what he was doing. He, yeah. he was over there just doing his thing for yeah. sure. We definitely made some runs to the monster plantation. Okay, do you remember when um all of a sudden out of the blue? You and I saw Rita and Billy kiss in the Monster Plantation. Oh my gosh! And we don't even want to talk about. Uh-uh. Um, let's call him. Uh, maybe like as a sidebar, you can tell um, him about the whole Billy saga. Oh yes, law. That's a whole story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, got, they got an episode named after them recently. That's a whole story. But, okay, but now we have to talk about. So, see, all these stories are true. Y'all think I tell these stories? These all these I stories are true. I never, I never said a word. I never suspected that they weren't true. Here's the one though. It wasn't. People have asked me. They're like, "How on earth could you ask your friend to put on a pair of shorts that a build a bear wear?" Okay, there were no build a bears when Alice and I were growing up. But this was this kind of. It was like a life size bear, sort of. That it I had was probably something. Hey, I, I guarantee it's probably something you got from. the um, North Georgia State Fair. Probably. Like, probably that's where it came or from. Or Yeah, or, they, or Six Flags. Um, but it was like a big bear. And somehow I had put these like Daisy Duke shorts on it and like a, I don't, it was like a tank top type shirt. And I don't even know what I was thinking, but I think I just thought, well, I hated PE and that mean coach that would make us do the um, climb the ropes and all that stuff for that. What was that thing? Presidential the presidential fitness, fitness, test. fitness test. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to bring these clothes because this will like amp up my game here in PE, you know, instead of wearing like, I don't know if we had uniforms, Allison, or what. Anyway. So, so you're going to wear dolphin shorts from a bear. They weren't even dolphin shorts. They were Daisy Duke uh, denim shorts. And so I, yeah. brought, I brought them in, and I couldn't get one ass cheek in them. And I'm like, Allison, you've got to wear these. And I mean, this is what a great friend Allison is. She doesn't even blink. She gives me her clothes. And Allison is tall. Like, I can't even imagine what was hanging out. <laughs> And she's out there yeah. running and doing the hurdles and stuff and pushing the earth ball. Do you remember yeah. the earth ball? The earth yeah. ball. Yes, the earth ball. And if, you, yeah, if somebody you didn't like or somebody didn't like you, they, they'd push that on you. I mean, you'd just, roll over them. You, you would. Um, all right, so. <sighs> but I, I, you know, I just, you know, I also think sometimes I'm like, oh, you say great friend. I'm like, wow, that whole 
like genetic disposition was in place a long time ago where I just don't say no to anything. Well, <laughs> that's your, maybe, it's, maybe it's people pleasing more than like. <laughs> yes, nice. exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't call that a great quality. Did, did you but, chafe when you had them on? I mean, were they, were they tight? Were they, it, was you're, you're it was horrible. It was humiliating. It was horrible. I mean, it gave, it, it was like gave me nightmares because <laughs> yeah, like she said, I am, I'm five eight right now. I hadn't started shrinking or anything. And she was, Tiny. She's always been tiny. But, but know, nobody asked my... Allison because they love Allison. Like they weren't like, "What are you wearing?" Like she just saunters out onto like the <laughs> onto the play pad the at Griffin, and she's like, "Here I am." Like okay, and they're just like, "Let's go." I mean, like it was just crazy. Alice was much smarter. Like we'd be like, "You want to go to Baby Doe's or Charlie Magruder's and like spin the wheel for She'd nickel like, night?" I'm, I'm she's 14. like, "No, God, yeah, no, 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 I'm home. Yeah, yeah. I'm studying." Yeah. yeah. Donna's, you know, you know this. Donna's a risk taker. And she thinks things are going to land on her side. So she's like, why not? I was always the other side. I was not a risk taker. And I always assumed that I was going to get caught and get in trouble. And that just, that was enough to keep me in check, I guess. You're a good girl. Well, it seems to have worked. And an awesome friend. See, I mean, th- I mean, to wear those shorts and just all the things you did. Thank you so much. Seriously, wearing a pair, I love a you. pair of stuffed bear britches to, to PE class. And- <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just thinking about because we went and coached. I can't remember the oh other guy. Co- you don't remember orienteering class? Yes. I mean, if you did well in it, you could go on the camping trip with me. Oh, yes, if something yeah, was yeah, askew. The, yeah, yeah, the Board of Education doesn't allow that anymore. Uh-uh. <laughs> Mr. 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 Woody's camping trip was canceled no. uh-uh. next year after some, some unsavory allegations came so out. So bizarre. But well, we loved them, right? We yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Well, Allison, thank you for your time so much. Thank you for uh, your story. Thank you for uh, all you do for the uh, the kids at the elementary school. and uh, Bernie Elementary. Bernie Elementary in Smyrna. Is that Cobb County Schools? Uh, yes, it is. Marietta. Feed into Osborne, which is you know, that's Donna no Campbell. Knows Osborne. That's no yeah, Campbell. That's Campbell. no Campbell. Well, yeah, that's yeah. no Campbell. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen. Have a great, uh, have a great holiday. We'll talk soon, and uh, thank you for your time very much. Oh, this was fun. Thank y'all. And um, so, how many boyfriends do you think Donna laid down with in high school? As I oh, let you please. go here, I'm gonna not many. Greater than nine. No. <laughs> Negative. Thank you, Allison. Negative. Greater One than- hand. Yes, that's exactly right. Oh, Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. One hand, and I promise you that is not me trying to help her out. One hand. Okay. Donna was right. a good girl. That's she right. I'm sorry you're breaking up on us. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to have fun. Yes. We have a bad connection with Allison. <laughs> have a great Christmas and a happy Thanksgiving. Y'all, okay, love you. you. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You, did you ask her to cover for you? No, before, she didn't. I mean, honestly, like I that wasn't my thing. Now, was I a partier? Yes, I was not. I was not. A sex kitten. Oh my god! No, no, not in high school. No, I wasn't. Okay, but you, you answer that. I mean, no, no, I wasn't. I was actually a really good girl. I just, uh, I, I, I did I like nothing. to, ha- I did like to have fun, and I was like, you know, I mean, I, I would. I, I yeah, I mean, if somebody was like, let's, you know, whatever. But I mean, it was just like good, harmless fun. Let's go do whatever. Give me one example here, sweetie. Like, let's... Uh, yeah, paint the water tower. Okay, I'll tell you one. Let's go steal a construction sign from a construction site. And we did, and my the guy that I was uh-huh, here we go. seeing, yeah, he had it in the back of his um, Volkswagen. Uh, and y'all were back there after a ball game Beetle. one night. No, in the back seat. no, no, you no. Gotta, you got to shut All right, I agree. It won't happen again. All right, just uh, pick up. Here we go. Jesus. 
and we got pulled over. And he got arrested for taking federal property. Or it was like, yeah, because at the time, a cone, because it was a highway cone, it was considered... State property. State, yeah, state property. But he got thrown in jail, in the Cobb County Jail. Goodness gracious. Yep. No risk, no reward. That's true. You know, it's the holidays. When you see your neighbor's houses decorated with those uh, big Christmas bulbs, like the, the outline of homes, lighted up in October, right? Nothing says Christmas like light up your house before Halloween, right? I think it's getting earlier and earlier. I really do. Like, I, I, I've noticed this trend, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like you get a discount well, of course, we know for getting it, it up That's earlier. it. That's it. You get a, you get a cash discount because yeah. they, get, they get super busy after um, you know, Thanksgiving. In their books, so they get you, you know, if you if you agree to put up those lights in, in, in July, they give you like three hundred dollars off, a three hundred dollar credit or something. That's why your neighbors' houses or, or some of them are, are lighted up, maybe not your neighbors, but neighbors in that neighborhood across the street, maybe. It is that time of the year. Flip the switch, light the tree. It is the most wonderful time of the year. And one of the best Christmas, one of the best holiday traditions here in Alpharetta is coming up. And Donna, it is the lighting of the great Avalon tree. Yes, I'm very excited um, because I am at Avalon. I manage a store there. And so I'm so excited. It is such a fun event every year. And you know what the most asked question is? And it kept coming up and coming up this year. When is the hot chocolate truck getting there? When it is, is the hot chocolate? I, I don't know who it is, but it's some of the best hot chocolate. It, it's Malvi. In the past, it's been this Malvi hot chocolate. And they have these amazing um, marshmallows because, you know, with hot chocolate, it's really all about the marshmallow. Um, But it's just a great time to come with your family. It's a safe environment, plenty of parking, and just so, so, so much fun to come out um, and bring everyone and wait for the tree to get lighted. You know, and here's the great thing. You don't have to drive all the way downtown. If you live out here with us in North Fulton, you don't have to, you know, you have to plan to leave two hours early and where are you going to eat and then how are you going to get a spot Um, this you can eat over there you can watch the tree get lit and get home quickly and if you're in one of the surrounding counties and maybe your county doesn't do a tree lighting or maybe they do but you want to do a different one you want to do the best one come over here tons of free parking we'd love to have you free parking on november 20th is the date annual opening of avalon on ice is also november 20th take the family for a stroll along avalon boulevard for uh they're gonna have face painting donna balloon art photo booths fun 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 Avalon on Ice kicks off with a magical ice skating performance at 1 p.m. from Donna Jack. Is that on your copy, that part? That no. Am been, I doing you, that? I saw you, you were keeping this from me. It was going to be a big surprise. Like you're, oh. You're, you're, the, you're the marquee performer. Oh, I can do day. that. I can do it. I can do it. Do you a tilt and a twirl and a, you want to tell your ice skating story? Um, sure. Quickly from when you broke your arm. Well, I was I was ice skating with you down at um, Centennial Olympic and I Park. I was bombarded with paparazzi. This was probably two thousand and one, two thousand and one. And um, there's this woman who was like one of your I called them the at the time inappropriate now because you had a heart attack, but they were called the Cadillac Jack heart attacks, right? Right. Because they were older women They're who smelled of seasoned 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 women who smelled of Mary Kay. And Jen. And so one of them like was taking pictures because it was back when they had like the old fashioned flash and was taking pictures of you and the flash bulb went off in my eyes and I got all squirrely and fell down and broke my wrist. I had never broken a bone until this point and I broke my wrist. Yes. 
And we have, I'll, I'll give you, I'll send you a picture where I'm kind of off balance, where it's starting to happen. I'll send you the picture for the letter. It's fun, even if you don't ice skate, just to go watch people give it their all, do their best. You know, not everybody's a professional ice skater. Like me, when, yeah. Well, but you were close. You were mm-hmm. close, and we look forward to seeing your routine. Uh, 1 p.m., seasonal performances from, from local entertainment throughout the day. Bogey and Viceroy, back with another spectacular holiday performance that uh, you don't want to miss. And then at 7 o'clock, Help Santa. Countdown to the lighting of the magnificent 40-foot tree to Ooh. kick off the perfect holiday at Avalon. It's like stroll around. You can also have a cocktail if you're the adult and stroll around outside around Avalon. You can have a beer. You can have a glass of wine. Kiddos can run. It's really safe. You can have them out on the green and they can have a lot of fun and run around. And it's just a really safe place to have your family out. Um, and you can also do some amazing shopping while you're there, too. Don't wait until you win the A Very Merry Hallmark Holiday Getaway. To Alpharetta, Georgia, you can come back on an awesome Alpharetta's dime when you win that trip, all right? Come see us for uh, the big event on uh, Sunday, November 20th. A very merry Hallmark holiday getaway to uh, Alpharetta, Georgia. Remember this package, Donna, valued at about 1200 bucks. This is the one that has all of the amazing gift cards and stuff in it. Two-night weekend stay at Courtyard, Atlanta, Alpharetta, Avalon area. Plus gift cards at the, the, the Wazoo. Call it what you want, but uh, you will be taken care of. When you're here the entire weekend, and you can enter to win by visiting awesomealpharetta.com or by going to the Alpharetta Welcome Center through December 31st, and you can enter in person. Okay, and remember what we told about that. Like when you go and you enter in person, make sure you turn your little um, a corner, yeah, a little yeah. corner of your your like ballot chat, down. Like yeah, hanging chat. chat. Like turn your little ballot down. Okay. Get all the information you need at awesomealpharetta.com. Sunday, November 20th, we'll see you at Avalon. And you never know, Caddy Claus may be there. I don't know the Caddy Claus' beard is going to be back from uh, from being laundered mm. uh, by then or not. But uh, I was looking last night, as a matter of fact, I was putting the, uh, the Caddy Claus and uh, Randy the Reindeer tour together for 2022. Let me pull it up here. I meant to send it to you so you had all these dates. This year, Caddy Claus will start at the Canathon. Then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Christmas parades. Uh, what else are we doing? The Griffin Police Department shop with a cop event. Caddy Claus will also be on the Redneck Show with uh, Keith Rocktail Bone. Uh, Sunday, December 11th. Got the Thomaston Christmas Parade and the Bear 92.5 Christmas in the Country with Callista Clark and Caddy Claus. That is Saturday, December 17th. And then I wanted to uh, point out, Donna, Saturday, December 3rd, because it's coming up real quick. Pause and Caddy Claus is the event at Morgan's Market, which is at noon in Georgia from 10 a.m. until noon. All right, you know the trend, and I kind of poke fun at this, but the trend of having your your pet's picture made with Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that still a hot trend? I'm yeah, hoping I know. Everybody, we're, we're everybody. banking on it this year. Okay? Yeah, everybody wants to have their picture, their doggie's picture made, or their kitty cat, Morgan, or their ferret. Whatever. Morgan's Market is that we talk often about locally owned small businesses and, and how we love to partner and work with them. Uh, Morgan's Market provides all of the poinsettias, or I say poinsettias, I'm from rural North Carolina, and Christmas trees to Kroger's throughout the Southeast. All right, if you get your Christmas tree at Kroger, it came from Morgan's Market in Noonan. Oh, wow. They have 180. I was there about uh, three weeks ago to meet the Morgan family and do a site check for this event. They had 180,000 poinsettias. Good heavens. 180,000 that were just about days away from blooming. Just, be, I'm, I'm colorblind. You could not miss, the, you could not miss this red going to be a beautiful backdrop for your photo. All right. So Caddy Claus will be there uh, smelling of Salem menthol ultralight 100s and, and maybe some, some natty lights. 
and I'll hold your doggy, and you'll get a professionally taken photograph that you'll get that day or, or before the end of the year. I'm kidding. You'll get it that day, we hope. So let me get this right. All right. You're going to dress up in that weird little outfit. Well, candy claws, yes. Yeah. And that is missing a lot of the pieces of it. And so part, part of the charm. Yeah. And so then you're going to be, these people are going to pay money. To, to come and visit me on my throne. Okay. And you're going to be in their pictures in this semi Santa Claus getup. But, but with a backdrop of 180,000. Well, that part is and fresh Christmas tree. This is a charity event. Right. For the canine teams with the Coweta County Sheriff's Department and the City of Noonan Police Department. Well, that's cool. 100% of the proceeds and 20% of the day's sales for Morgan's Market go to a fund that I have set up for the canine teams in Coweta County. And with the money that is raised on Saturday, December 3rd, they're going to buy ballistic and stab-proof vests for their working dogs, for the canines. That's awesome. It was either going to be the 3rd or the 10th, I guess. And I said, my fear is this. The 10th, you're getting awfully close to the holiday. The 10th, people are going to have Christmas parties going on for work and things like that. The 10th is kind of late for most to get your Christmas tree, not here at our house. We sometimes get it like on the 23rd. Um, but but the 10th, I think, is cutting it pretty close. So let's uh, let's go with the 3rd so that we can, when your families can plan to come out and get their Christmas tree that day. Mm-hmm. They can bring their pet. It doesn't have to be with a pet. We can do it with your family. We can do it with the kids. And they're going to have a couple of different uh, like places where you just selfie setup stations or whatever, where you can take a, just beautiful photographs, beautiful backdrops um, for social media, for your Christmas card next year, or this year, if you want to send them to, to, to Speedy Print or somewhere. Coweta County has six dogs. The city of Noonan right now has just one. Noonan is uh, about uh, 30 miles south of the airport, 40 miles south of downtown. Um, Alan Jackson's hometown. We talked about Alan a lot earlier this episode. That's where Alan Jackson's from, the entire Jackson family. Ma Ruth and, uh, you know, the song Drive for Daddy Gene. Well, Alan should get a dog. He should donate a dog. Who, who's asking for dogs? Well, they only have one dog. Well, it's a small department, though. Well, do they need another dog? I don't I, They're getting another. They're getting a second. Well, they need a third? Oh, well, we'll get with their people. We'll get with yep. Chief Blankenship. Yeah, let's get with Alan's people. Okay. All right. Good enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. He needs to give a dog. When you listen to, to Drive for Daddy Gene from Alan Jackson, and there's a line in there about Thick Pin Road, which is trashed down on Thick Pin Road. There is Thick Pin Road. When I first started working on the South Side, one day I was in between meetings, and that's one of my, f- that's not one of, that's my favorite Alan Jackson song he's ever put out. And I Googled, where is Thick Pin Road? And GPS took me right to it. And just to, to see the sign after hearing that song for years. For years, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it's a really cool, kind of a full circle moment almost. I like that. All right, so I will see you there. Caddy Claus and Randy the Reindeer, the Christmas Tour 2022. Don't, right. don't sit on your, don't sit on uh, Caddy Claus's lap. After stop three of the tour? Yeah, just in general, yeah. In general, okay. All right, that would include step one then, I guess you're saying. Mm-hmm. Or stop one, rather. Great visit, great stories from uh, Allison. And uh, gives a, uh, not that you need it, but credibility to to to, to your wild, crazy stories. But but also just kind of a uh, a lot about you and, and the younger Donna growing up back in the day in Smyrna, Georgia. Campbell, she was crazy. Campbell High School graduate. And listen, but it turns out we will not, because she did so well. We're not going to have time for the launch of uh, Dead or Not Dead. So I that, knew that, she'd do fantastic. So I did too, but that'll happen in Thursday's episode. The next episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. We can't say uh, dead or alive. You, uh, I just did. We, we can't say that. You would think that that'd be the likely title of the bit, right? But it, it's not because I got a call from Appen and they're nervous about I said, mm. Y'all didn't have any problem with that. Uh, what was the bit you used to do? The, uh, the app? I'm so happy. Oh, I'm happy. Yeah, said, oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't worry about Pharrell coming after us for 
We're coming after y'all, App and Media, not not us, but coming after App Podcast Network. For- we should bring that back. I think people have missed Thanks. it terribly. They have. How many how many people have reached out to you? Asked well, about? you're the one who controls that little voice line, so who knows? I think that you. It's kind of like creative editing. Wow. You might uh, like. Okay. You might like only let through certain you, you know think, comments you or whatever. Would, probably would now. Anyway. All right. You want to try one more, Donna? Sure. Okay. Ralph Lauren or Ralph Lauren? I think he's dead. Unfortunately, I think he died recently. No, he didn't. He did not. Oh, I love Ralph Lauren. I'm glad he's alive. <laughs> this actually makes me feel better when people are, turns out that they're alive. I like it. Ah, I love it. Okay. That's the next episode of uh, Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. Audio for this episode from the Country Music Association and ABC TV, BMI, Broadcast Music Incorporated, Toby Keith and Mercury Nashville Records, Toby Keith and Show Dog Universal Records, Nashville. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen to subscribe to The Letter. Our e-newsletter, component of the podcast and radio show, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7 Eastern, the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack on the Bear 92.5. The letter is a fun four-minute read delivered to you inbox free every Saturday morning at 9.10. Text left on red. No spaces. Red is the color. R-E-D, left on red to the number 22828 to subscribe for free. Left on red to the number 22828 to subscribe to the letter. Production assistance here in Atlanta from Steve Mitchell. And Ingo Studios, new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.